Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Nyongo Master Podcast. As usual, it's your host Azra. We have another one for the Working in Japan theme. It might be a little boring unfortunately, but it's one of the most crucial parts of working in Japan. The visa. Yeah, the whole admin stuff. We've gotten so many questions related to visas, so I've decided to have an episode just for it. For some of us, it's our first time having to think about this kind of situation. Not to worry, we've all been there. Lucky for you, you've come to the right place for a quick yet detailed rundown of what you have to go through. But first, if you haven't tuned in to Season 5 Episode 12, check that one out first. We guide you through how to settle down in Japan, step by step. The first few steps involved finding a job and the documents that you need to get that visa. While we will still cover them in this episode, it won't be as detailed as in that one. I'll just briefly talk about it. Now, to give a brief overview, we have four sections to this episode. The types of work visas offered in Japan, work visa requirements, work visa restrictions, and tips for changes to the visa. So without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Diving straight into our first section, and that is the types of working visas available in Japan. In total, there are about 17 types of working visas for various types of profession. To name a few, there are work visas for official use, which is for people who are engaging in official business for a foreign government, journalism, legal and accounting services, professor, instructor, engineering, IT, artist, and entertainer. There are other professional categories. I'm just not going to name them all. It's very important to know what area of profession you're working in, and not all of them are eligible for a work visa, unfortunately, especially those that don't require special expertise. One of the most common types of work visa is the engineer-slash-specialist-in-humanities-slash-international-services visa. It's kind of a category that most of us would be thrown into, including engineers, international teachers, interpreters, translators, planners, and sales office workers. From April 2019, there's a special type of visa called Tokuteigino to mean specified skilled visas. This is introduced to address labor shortages in some industries. Two types of visas are offered to over 345,000 foreign workers. The first type of visa is for a period of five years without bringing family over. The second is for those who are able to bring family over. There's also the JET program, which stands for Japan Exchange and Teaching Program. You will be working as an assistant language teacher, or ALT for short. For this one, you'll be issued an instructor visa. There's also the option of working as a coordinator for international relations, or CIR for short. For this one, you'll get a specialized in humanities or international services visa. I won't go into much detail, but do check out the official website on how to apply. For specific countries, you can get a working holiday visa for those between the ages of 18 to 30. Those eligible can stay for a year and work part-time in Japan. If you coincidentally happen to have a Japanese partner and they've dropped the big question of marry me, and you've accepted, you can also apply for a spouse, or haigusha in Japanese, visa. With the spouse visa, you can also work in Japan. And if you've already lived in Japan for 10 years or more, apply for a permanent residency, or Ken in Japanese, visa. You can work and stay in Japan indefinitely. So as you can see, there are a few ways to get a visa to work in Japan. Here's a quick vocab recap. Tokuteigino, specified skills visa. Haigusha, spouse. Eijuken, permanent residency. Now that you know the types of working visas available, you want to know the requirements to get it. The easiest way to apply for a visa, or, or visa o shinsei suru, is to apply for jobs in Japan. You will need a sponsor, and usually it's a Japanese company. 
We covered this in detail in Season 5, Episode 12. Once you go on yourself a shigoto job with a Japanese kaisha company, you will need to submit some documents before you're approved to work in Japan legally. Usually, you need a valid passport, a recent photograph, a letter from your sponsor that states your position and expected salary, a COE, to mean Certificate of Eligibility, your resume, and official graduation certificates. So the COE, which is Zairyu Shikakuninte Shomeisho in Japanese, is applied by your employer. They'll send it over after a few weeks. Your Rirekisho, or resume, has to be polished up too. We talked in detail about how to do that in Season 6, Episode 3. Working visas are often granted for a year or up to three years. There are exceptions where it's three months, six months, or even five years. Regardless of the duration, they're all usually open to extensions. We'll get into that later on how you can do that. You'll probably get a brief run-through about visa requirements by your employer, but hopefully this gives you a brief idea. Now for a quick vocab recap. Shigoto, work. Kaisha, company. Visa o shinseisuru, apply for a visa. You can also say it as, visa o toru. Zairyu shikaku ninte shomeisho. Certificate of Eligibility, or COE. Rirekisho, CV or Resume. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push, and congratulate you on the ones you've aced. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? We've covered requirements. Now, Restrictions, or say again in Japanese. Once you've gotten your visa, it doesn't mean you can do just about anything. There are some things that you can't do. Don't worry, it's not a long section. Sometimes, you need a certain type of certification for certain visas. Say you want to apply for a translator visa. You would have to have graduated from a language-related major. If not, it might be hard for you to be granted a visa. Or, visa o shutokusuru. So if you have a certain type of visa, you're only allowed to work related to that visa. For example, if you have the instructor visa that allows you to work as a teacher or instructor, your job is limited to just that. Now don't worry, you can apply for a permit for other activity if you want to engage in paid activity outside of what's specified in your visa. You've got to hand in your job type, working hours, working period, and remuneration, which should all be in your work contract. Oh, and before you even do that, you have to check with your company first. Are you even allowed to work part-time outside of the company? A lot of bigger companies don't allow that and are very strict with side work. But most startup companies are open and encourage you to take up arubaito or part-time work. Check first, regardless. Here's a quick vocab recap. Say again, restriction. Visa o shutokusuru. Grant a visa. Arubaito. Part-time work. Last but not least, we're going to take a look at how you can make changes to your work visa. There are a couple of situations where you need to visa o koshinsuru, update your visa. First is when your visa is expiring, visa ga kireru, and you need to get an extension. 
Usually, your workplace will send in the documents for you, and all you have to do is go down to the immigration office to collect the renewed visa. If not, you have to apply for period of extension, or kika no encho suru. You've got to fill out the form that says zairyu kikan ko shin kyoka shinsei sho, which means application for extension of period of stay. Usually, extensions can be half a year, a year, three years, or even five years. Now, if you're changing the status of residence, meaning changing the type of visa, that's a different form. If you're switching from an English teaching position to an office work position, let's say, you'd need this. Look for Zairyu Shikaku Henko Kyoka Shinsei Sho, which is application for change of status of residence. For both types of application, you need to have the necessary documents like passport, picture, residence card, etc. Note that this doesn't apply to working holiday visas. For this, you'd have to leave to your home country first and apply for the visa there. The last thing I want to talk about in this section is something not a lot of people know. If you quit your job or become unemployed before your work visa expires, you don't need to apply for a new status of residence, as long as your new job doesn't require a new status. But if you're still looking for new jobs, apply for Rishokuhyo, an unemployment form. You can get unemployment insurance. Honestly, the immigration office can be quite intimidating with the amount of documents you need and applications to apply for, but this pretty much sums up what you generally need to do during your time working here. Here's a quick vocab recap. Kikano encho suru, period of extension. Visa o koshin suru, to update your visa. Visa ga kireru, visa to expire. Zairyu kikan koshin kyoka shinsei sho, application for extension of period of stay. Zairyu shikaku henko kyoka shinsei sho, application for change of status of residence. Rishokuhyo, unemployment form. And that about sums up the visa stuff from types of working visas available, requirements and restrictions, to changes you can make to it. Hopefully, this answers some of you guys' questions. If you have any more of them, comment on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, head over to the Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading up on topics like these some more. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, hop onto our official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. And thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one where I'll be walking you down the avenue of Japan's rich culture. Mata ne!